Welcome to Tree Talking Time, where we talk all things tree dogs. From the smallest fights to the largest hounds, drink squirrels to bears and everything in between. And from time to time, we might even run a little fast game. You know, there's there's so many things you could talk about all the years. Uh, uh, but I started uh, coon hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, my dad would always said, uh, he's not a coon hunter, he's a coon catcher. Okay. Uh, hide dogs and the yeah. price of furs and, and, and all that. And uh, that's where I got my start. And uh, we always had bagels. Uh, now, when you were hunting hide dogs, what were you hunting? Anything. Okay. It didn't matter. Uh, generally, we'd have a real tight mouth hound okay. and maybe a cur dog here or there. You know, just it didn't matter. Yeah. Whatever the best thing that uh, dad could buy or uh, <laughs> find at the time, that's what we had. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and uh, there, here's, a, here's a good story, uh, and, and it's kind of cool. Now, looking back on it, at the time, it was no good. Uh, dog would be treed, three, 400 in there, wherever. Uh, I'd get single shot rifle mm-hmm. and one rifle shell. <laughs> walk in there and uh, miss, and walk back to the truck and get another shell from Dad. Yeah, uh, he didn't want you putting a bunch of holes in them. <laughs> no, Rides. he said uh, you learn how to shoot that way. True. Uh, and uh, so you know, at the t- at you the take t- a little more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll take your time. Make sure you got a good shot. And and uh, at the time, it was uh, terrible, but uh, it, it uh, made you think. Mm-hmm. And it, that's kind of transitioned over for me uh, into these squirrel dogs uh, to make sure you've got a really, really good shot if you do want to take a squirrel. Yeah. Uh, that uh, you know when it uh, when that shot's taken, it falls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got no timber and you've got You're not no spraying and praying with shotguns. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, never been allowed to shoot a squirrel really per se with a shotgun my whole life. Uh, now I've shot a few, mm-hmm. um, but that's never been, uh, never been the way we did things. Uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, looking back on dad and, uh, the things that he taught me, uh, growing up, uh, a lot of life lessons. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was a dog man. That's these dogs. They, they do that. You can teach kids a lot about life. Just walking through the woods, following a dog, because especially you get to talking, you know, it's not like your deer hunt where you're sitting or turkey hunt where you're sitting still quiet. I'm not saying you can't learn from that, but that's the nice thing with kids and, and dogs. It's you can, you can do a little more working with, with the kid. Oh, sure. Sure. You know, last night, uh, uh, I guided a youth cast there out of, out of the fairgrounds here. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, well, I could see that the, uh, one of the dads was getting up tight with the boy. <laughs> uh, you know, we had two dogs struck in working right-handed, his dogs left-handed, not struck in yet. Uh, he's looking for his dog of course. Now he's seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we had a five, a seven, an 11 year old. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, he's a little antsy, wanting to talk. One day, and I called him over and, and got him over there with me. And, and I was down on one knee, and he sat on my other knee <laughs> and got quiet. And I said, now, look, you look for your dog. Listen for your dog. And about that time, we could see her tracking collar through mm-hmm. the woods there. And he got to focusing on that, and he knew his dog was left-handed, and yeah. these two were right-handed. And uh, uh, we sat there just a little bit, and she got struck. He struck her, did a nice job. and. Uh, of course, then these dogs come treed right-handed, and he's wanting to stay there to listen to his. And I said, no, we got to go with them. And uh, we got up and go, and then the dad thanked me. Hey, thanks, you know, uh, pulling him over. And I said, well, that's not a problem. Yeah. You know. Definitely. These kids are, are definitely the future. So, sure. well, why don't you inter- introduce yourself before we get too far into this? Well, I'm Tom Smith. Uh, I'll be 52 years old here in October. Uh, i got my wife, Cindy. And uh, two boys, Briar and Bryce, uh, uh, they are uh, just finished their second year there in college. Or Bryce finished yesterday. He's home now, and uh, Briar will be home uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, nice. So We're here at the famous Farm Junk Kennels. Yeah, we're, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. <laughs> Hence, you probably hear some dogs in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, uh, we're here. Uh, uh, we've been here uh, eight years now. Okay. Uh, 
you know, we live 30 minutes south of here. Uh, and uh, the opportunity came up to sell down there, and we came up here and traded seven acres for 38. Nice. Uh, you know, we just took a nice little stroll behind your house. You got a nice little patch of woods. Yeah. Right behind the house. Yeah, convenient. Yeah. Convenient. You know, uh, if you're pushing for time after work, you can always get turned loose here at home because you can walk home in the dark. Yep. Uh, and it's not a problem. And I've got plenty of hunting up here, which is nice. It's still not uh, grown up a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's coming. Yeah. You know. It's probably got you out of that growth a little more. Yeah. Yeah, it did for sure. I was in Southern Delaware County, which is crazy. Yep. Uh, a lot closer to Columbus. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. Got to explain that because most people. Yeah. They're like, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Where are you at? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, we're about 45 minutes north of Columbus here mm-hmm. where we're at. And then before we were a half an hour from Columbus, but a lot closer to Dublin down where the Memorial tournament is. Yeah. Uh, right there within six miles of that golf course. Okay. Uh, you know, and it's a lot of growth. The Columbus zoo was four miles from my house, you yeah. know, it, uh, a lot of that stuff. And that's where I grew up hunting. <laughs> uh, you know, now it's all houses. Yep. Uh, it's, uh, no, I get it. I live between two cities and they both just come they, right out. Philadelphia and Baltimore. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they just keep uh, yeah. spreading out further and further. Big cities too. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I definitely get it. Yeah. Let's talk about these farm junk dogs. All right. All right. Well, where, where, where did the farm junk come from? Well, uh, you know, uh, just the name, the name, the well, name uh, I always just, everybody always said, I hunt this, I hunt that, I hunt something. And I come up with, well, I hunt junk. <laughs> and, uh, that, that was back in the computer days of being on there. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I'd always say. Well, I hunt junk. I hunt junk. I hunt junk. And, uh, over the years running around with, uh, Dean Wright, DW, uh, you know, he said he hunted farm dogs. Yeah. And uh, we kind of throwed that together, and or I did, uh, you know, throwed those uh, two things together, and that's where we went. Gotcha. Uh, you know, nothing more than that. It's just uh, kind of a funny name. That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of what we got, you know, uh, mix what, whatever it is, we'll hunt it, uh, or try to anyway, and try to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Now, you pretty much have mostly hound, and even a lot of your hounds are crossbred hounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, blessed uh, started this whole mess out as far as the hounds go with uh, dog uh, last chance Lucy. Um, probably, you know, never replace her. You know, mm-hmm. she's still standing out here in the kennel now. Uh, she's eleven. Yeah, uh, and uh, had to drag her out this morning <laughs> just to look at her. A little slow to get up this morning. Yeah, yeah, still a little chilly, and she decided she wasn't done yet, but. Uh, uh, you know, still hunting her, you know, occasionally and, uh, uh, just to get her out, out of the pen, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, uh, she'll be here to the end. Yeah. Uh, she owes me nothing and I feel like I owe her a lot. Yeah. You know, and, uh, I told you the story a little bit earlier while we were hunting about, uh, uh, uncle Mike coming in off a cast and had drawn her and come back and told me, he said, right, there's the best hound squirrel dog I've ever seen turned loose. Uh, and at that time I didn't know Dustin McGowan, uh, real well. I just knew who he was. And, uh, I happened to be walking through the parking lot that day and, uh, he had priced her to somebody and it wasn't my business, but I walked on and about a half hour later, he was by himself and I approached him and said, is that what it takes to buy the dog? And he said, yes, it does. And I walked over to the truck and wrote him a check. Uh, he, like I said, he didn't know me real well at all. And, uh, I told him, call me when it clears. Yep. And, uh, he called Tuesday morning and said, Hey, that check was good. I said, well, I was hoping it was, uh, I'll be down to get her. So Wednesday, uh, we loaded up uncle Mike and I loaded up and drove to Russell Springs and picked her up. You and your uncle Mike just are not afraid to hop in the truck and roll. No, no. And it, and it, and it's great. You know, uh, uh, we got to go to Mississippi. We got to go to Illinois. We, and he's been everywhere. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're going. He's been there twice and two different ways. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, 72 years old, uh, blessed to have him with us still. Uh, he still likes to go, uh, still likes to hunt. You know, he just needs a little different speed dog than what I turn loose. Yeah. Um, and we're trying to find him the right one, you yeah. know, to where he can still compete when he wants to. Yeah. Uh, like I you told know. you yesterday, two days ago, I competed with him 10 years ago with a real nice little dog that you said was a 
same cross as that Frisco dog, right? Yeah, yeah, that would have been the alias Smith and Jones dog, yep. Jonesy. And he was only like ten months old, and he he put on a little show that morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a uh, Bobby Cox started him, and and uh, Mike and Bobby were tied at that point after Mike had got Frisco, and and Bobby told him he had a good one, and if you know Bobby or knew Bobby. He's gone now, but uh, he was uh, gruff and rough and <laughs> and uh, not family friendly very often. But uh, uh, you know, a great guy and a great dog man that was sharp. Yeah. Uh, and Mike went ahead and bought that dog and did a lot of winning with him and uh, uh, ended up selling him to Steve Baker at the time. Yeah, like I said, I really really liked him, and that's the only time I've I've ever well I actually ran into your, your uncle Mike at Autumn Oaks this past year as well. But I got you. The only time I've ever really. Yeah, talk yeah. to him, but you know he was a he was a coon hunter, uh, hunted English dogs uh, uh, back in the day, and uh, ran around and did a lot, a lot of night hunting, and then uh, been in the concrete business forever, and uh, uh, got busy and got out of hunting, and uh, we're just glad to have him back in it here. And, yeah, and uh, like I said, it's nothing more than a blessing to call him and say, "Hey, we need to go somewhere." And and here he comes and gets in the truck and he'll drive me every step. <laughs> uh, I even look over while he's sleeping, driving, and say, "Hey, you need me to drive? I got it." Okay, <laughs> you know. But uh, it, it's great. It's yep, great. That uh, is awesome to have some to have somebody like that that can go with you. You know, I drive a lot by myself, and it's just nice to have somebody for company. Sure, sure, yeah. You know, and and you know. Uh, uh, somebody to enjoy uh, everything with, you know, yeah. the travel, you know, you see something funny, you see something outlandish, you, yeah. uh, you know, and the dogs, you know, and he, and he prides himself and, and pretty much a perfectionist as far as his profession goes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, as far as the dogs go, he's critical. Yeah. You know, I like this. I don't like that. I want this. I don't want that, you know, and, uh, and I've kind of, learned over the years with the dogs is um, a big thing that's hard for some guys to do is realize that you need to adapt yourself to that dog mm -hmm. uh, it may not be that great dog that did this a b and c it may be one that does a and c and you got to work on b in the middle or you got to live with b yeah um and I think if you transition yourself as a handler, owner, whatnot, uh, it makes it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Let's get back to Lucy. So you, so you drove and got Lucy. Yep. Brought her home. She's an English hound, right? Yes. Yes. Nice uh, looking red tick. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, uh, she was, she was the prototypical, uh, deep and lonely. Okay. Uh, you know, as far as that went, never one to be around dogs. And, uh, you know, if, if you cut them and three dogs went or two dogs went right, she's going left or behind you or somewhere different. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, to fill a scorecard up, she wasn't going to do it, but everybody kind of knew when they heard her honking in there that, you know what, she's going to have a squirrel. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's hard to do in a squirrel dog, coon dog, whatnot, but really in a squirrel dog to think every time that that dog gets parked, it's going to have a squirrel above its head. Yeah. And that's how confident I was in her just knowing she had him mm -hmm. need it. Don't need it. Whatnot, you know? Uh, and it was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were in a, a world hunt final, uh, Woody, uh, Zoe and Lucy. And I don't get on the paper, but one time and they made. 10, 12 trees. Okay. You know, kind of frustrating, but when she got on the paper in there, Andrew treated her that day. I was just walking along kind of a backup mm -hmm. uh, judge kind of deal that day. And, of course, we were all friends. Yeah. Uh, and I was going to go to split trees with somebody else, you know, and uh, she's never on the paper, never on the paper, never on her paper, and she honks her horn, and everybody just kind of looked. They had scored on one squirrel. And we, we walk across that field, and I looked at Andrew walking across there. I, just, I said, seven minutes left after we get off this tree, buddy. If she's got him, cut her. Yeah. I said, if she don't, don't cut her. You know, she had mm -hmm. traveled. We'd see her going out fence rows a half a mile. You could just see her going to another <laughs> section, you know, and she hunted her guts out that day. And then uh, Woody wins the world hunt, and Zoe's the reserve, and we're third. Gotcha. You know. Hey, can't win them all. No, and no. That's what, squirrel hunting, a lot of it's a lot of luck. Just seeing a daggum squirrel up there. Sure, sure. You, you know, know they get into dens nests so easily. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and that's the thing with uh, the search area that we've got. You know, there's some that want it shortened up, uh, and I can see that at times. You know, we could shorten that up maybe a little bit. Uh, you know, but as far as a set of rules uh, and basically the big two organizations that are around now, uh, I think they've got a great set of rules. Now, mm-hmm. would I tweak something one way or the other? Yeah, sure, I would. Uh, I think everybody would. Yeah, yeah. And, and and a lot of times you're thinking I would tweak that because it's going to benefit me. Exactly. Uh, you know, so you got to have a level set that's fair for everybody. And, and I think we've really, really got that. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody's kind of come to the, you know, well, we could change this a little, change that, you know, and, and, you know, change is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it's all changing. The hunting territory is changing the, you know, the cost, uh, oh, yeah. you know, you're looking at, you know, having a thousand dollars in a weekend, mm-hmm. uh, to go to a hunt and hunt for, you know, nothing next to nothing or a little <laughs> bit of something. You know, which which is great for having the other organizations, all of them. I've hunted in all of them. Uh, you know, everybody can fit in somewhere. Yeah. You I know. think that's that's definitely true in both the coon and squirrel dog hunts. Is you, you can go pay your, you know, twenty, thirty dollars and hunt those local clubs or you can go spend thousands of dollars and hunt for trucks and hundred you know, hundred thousand dollars or more. Sure. Sure. And, so. and, you know, everybody's got an opportunity there, you know, and, and, uh, I, uh, I, I like to go, I like the, uh, fellowship, the camaraderie, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we went out to nationals, you know, out there, uh, uh, drove out there last year, six and a half hours from home. Of course, uncle Mike had been there a lot <laughs> and, uh, we get out there, he knows where we need to go eat. Uh, we got go. us a cabin to stay in, slept seven. We ended up with seven people in there and had a big <laughs> time, you know. But at dinner time, uh, supper time, uh, we pulled four tables together and had 20 guys sitting together in there. Yeah. And and that's where, uh, you know, uh, whether you have differences or not, you're sitting there breaking bread with somebody and telling stories and everybody having a good time. Exactly. Yeah, it's one of the best parts of going, traveling and going to these hunts and stuff is you get to have a, meet a lot of people hunting with a lot of different dogs and, and get to have fellowship like that, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and uh, here, I guess this is one point that I would bring up that, um, you know, you're hours from home and you get beat and a lot of guys pack their toy box and go home, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where, you know, we need a few more guys that will stay around. Yep. Uh, to judge that final, to make it better for the guys that are on it, mm-hmm. you know, to have a non-hunting judge, you know, to where, you know, somebody doesn't have that pressure. And, and I realize it's going to cost you a couple, two or three hours, but I do it a lot. Yeah. You know, and I don't do it for me. I do it to help, uh, you know, the hunters, uh, you know, the organization at the time, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I enjoy it. Yeah. And then you're seeing these dogs in a different light while you're not competing against them. Uh, exactly. Uh, and, you know, uh, I always figure it takes me three times hunting with a dog before I form an opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, now some of them it don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, I'll form my opinion on a dog, and, and it's hard to change it. You know, uh, but, uh, yeah, back to Lucy, she did a, she did a lot of stuff for us, and, and uh Super proud of her, and uh, like I said, she can stay here till the day she passes on. Yep. Now you've kind of started with her, but then now you're a couple of generations down. So where where did you go after Lucy? Well, uh, you know, made a couple crosses on uh, uh, the Bone Crusher dog of uh, Dean's, and uh, had some had some success there. For and there's some uh, puppies out of those crosses that have done some winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Copper dog that Les Hart had. Uh, I think he just sold him last week. Uh, you know, he, he's kind of like Lucy, deep and lonely. Okay. Uh, you know, and then Scott McAndrews, Paisley female. Uh, she's off of that cross. And, uh, you know, uh, Scott's out there in Iowa, and, and the uh, opportunities are slim. Yeah. Uh, as far as going to a hunt, he's really got to pack up to go, even to a local. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it takes some takes some time there to where she hasn't been exposed uh, and done the winning I think she can do. Yeah. Uh, you know, so then we uh, ended up with the fast cash dog. And uh, 
I decided, yeah, we're going to breed uh, Lucy to him to try to see what this does. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his hunt style, he's a coon dog. Uh, he is uh, hard going. Uh, you know, I'm going to say 9 to 14 mile an hour hunt dog, head up, uh, ambush style, winding type of dog. Uh, he, uh, uh, he's everything I want in a squirrel dog, but a coon dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we made that cross and, uh, I, I looked down there at that litter of puppies and I think there was, uh, I'm thinking there was three females and maybe just two. And one of which is Cleo, which is out here in the pen. Mm-hmm. And the other female went down to Rod Hardy and uh, her name's Rose. She's never been to a hunt and she is all squirrel dog. Okay. Uh, Jamie Oliver's got her in Alabama. We kind of give her to Jamie to hunt and let him hunt her until we decide if we're going to breed her or something at some point. Yeah. You can't hunt them all. No, you can't. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, Cleo, been blessed with her. Uh, she treated her first squirrel back here. Uh, had the neighbor kids back here during youth deer season, which it really didn't happen this way. Uh, I decided to take a walk that day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i just went down to the other end had my hunter's orange on and uh turned that little puppy loose four months old i didn't think you know she just plundered around in the woods and i'm walking up through there and and she's not getting very far 100 feet 200 feet 300 sometimes you know not very far i'm a watching her going up through there and uh she just stops and falls tree mm-hmm. and uh, of course i walk over there and look up and 15 feet up fox squirrel uh you know i'm tickled to death and uh kind of laughed about this with you the other night this is when i thought it was really cute when she'd reach over and yeah yeah at you and grab you a little uh you know now that she's three it's not quite so cute when you reach in there now yeah uh you know and i should have done a better job of handling that but uh uh, i just kind of progressed and hunted her and went right along and went into the hunts with her uh and the first year i wanted to uh just get her uh, make her a squirrel champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, started out with her young and kind of careful. You know, if I drew something I didn't like, if she was doing something I didn't like, I could withdraw. You know, I, yeah. I, I was driving the ship, uh, didn't want to put her in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, she kind of just got better and better and better and, and learned. And she never wanted to be with dogs, which is a blessing. Uh, you know, she might hang around out there and not know to go on, waiting on me to walk. But uh, she never come in there, and it, it all worked out. And, you know, as she got older, she figured more things out. And mm-hmm. uh, I was telling you, it's been a month ago now. I think I stopped and counted, and I think she'd been uh, at three years old, coming four. Uh, she's been in around 75 to 77 hunts. Yeah, that is a ton of cast to be in. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the hard things for anybody is, you know, you you hunt here at home and your dog's really, really tough and doing things right and you're ready to go to hunt. You load up and drive six and a half hours somewhere and your dog gets out bug-eyed. Yeah. Uh, And that never affected her. And uh, she's hauled good. She's, you know, different terrain, different this, different that. You know, it has a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't phased her and it's it's made it easy. Yeah. You know, you can jump in here and drive 12 hours to Mississippi and she's the same dog. Mm-hmm. And that and that's been great. You know, she can compete anywhere. You know, is she the best? No. <laughs> you know, they're all dogs, yep. you know, uh uh but she's consistent. Yep. <clears throat> Every time you turn her loose, you know what you're getting. And I get that same feeling walking into her. Uh there's going to be a squirrel above her head. Yeah. You know, uh, she's not going to make a ton of trees. You know, six trees is a ton for her in 90 minutes. Okay. Uh, you know, unless squirrels are moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but her style, uh, you know, she don't need to get in a shootout. Now, she can compete in one, but she's getting away from dogs also. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if you turn them, she's going a different direction. And uh, to get away, get by herself, but she's going to have that squirrel. You know, so those circle trees don't, you know, bite her all the time, you know, unless it's a terrible, terrible day and she may not get treed. Yeah. You know, uh, I've walked, uh, walked in with Lucy numerous times and I've walked in with her sometimes, uh, with zero, nothing. Yeah. You know, and it's like, everybody, oh, you're hunting a hound, didn't get treed. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Yep. 
and not know. just a wood monster just grabbing trees. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, that's uh, – some guys can – you know, there's days when you need it. Yep. Uh, but on those days, I'm beat, <laughs> uh, you know, and, I, and I'm proud to go that way, uh, you know. But that one tree, uh, reflecting back years and years ago, Andrew handling and, and uh, you know, a couple really nice cur dogs in on the cast with her. It's a final one. And uh, she comes treed at like three quarters of a mile, and uh, Andrew trees her. Here's her locate. He trees her, and they're going to her. And Greg Maynard happened to be judging the cast at that time. And of course, you know uh, everybody's following the live feed, or not the live feed, but the play-by-play, and yeah. typing in if she stays, you know, and if that, <laughs> and if she's got to have one to win, and and you know guys that had seen her go at that time fired right back in there. Yeah. with she ain't going nowhere and <laughs> she's got him you know and, and uh 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 it was it was special yeah. you know to be to be reading those comments i was sitting in the clubhouse <laughs> you uh, weren't even out there no no and uh you know andrew was driving the boat 17 18 years old and that mm-hmm. you know here you go bud you don't need me out there yeah. you've been hunting her all year go ahead That's you awesome. know and uh you know, as they're walking across to her, she's across a little, uh, not a little bean field, 80, 90 acres across this bean field, and Greg gets halfway to her, and you can see the squirrel. No leaves, <laughs> and he's flustered up from there, you know, great big fox squirrel all the way in the top to make her win that hunt that day, you know. And and those are the special things mm-hmm. that you take you take from all of it, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, you watch somebody else's dog perform. Uh, and, and, you know, Hey, when I shake your hand at the end of the hunt, whether I win or lose, uh, you know, I give guys a little bit of my two cents worth, uh, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, what I think, what I'm seeing, you know, Hey, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do that. You know, but your dog do what you want. Yeah. Um, you know, you like to see guys succeed. Uh, you, you like to see competitive, the dogs have changed over the years. Yep. Uh, the cur dogs, when, when I was growing up and just started in this business, um, you know, I, I understood why everybody wore tennis shoes. Uh, you know, you had to get there cause they wasn't staying treed, you know, and whatever happened, you know, breeding wise, uh, that they started staying treed. Well, <laughs> it's been great. Uh, you know, it might cause some controversy over the years and, and all that, but you know what, that's what them dogs needed. And, uh, with hunting the hounds, uh, I'm, I'm content with what we've got. You know, uh, I want them to do the right, the way I want it done. Yeah. Um, you know, and if they don't, they don't stay here. Yeah. You know, um, it's just, uh, uh, and you know, I'm one guy up here now. Uh, I can't have four or five that are ready to go to hunts. Now I do a lot of times and ask for help and get help. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you're asking a guy to, to come on Saturday morning that hasn't done the work, yeah. uh, and hasn't seen everything that, that you see every day and knows the quirks, Yep. you know, uh, reflect back out to nationals. Uh, the final that day was probably one of the best cast I'd ever been involved with. Uh, not because I want it, uh, because we scored on 10 squirrels in 90 minutes. Wow. With three hounds, uh, you know, uh, the Messiah dog, uh, Wade Hildebrand, he's as good as anything in this country. He moves better than anything. Uh, he can fly. He's accurate. He does things right. Uh, Susan, who's ours, you know, uh, she's in there. Uh, she just came off, uh, uh, her round that morning of being uh, four for five. And took a 40 on a tree. I don't want to speak out of turn there, but she took a 40 where she had a 100 coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but Logan Hester, uh, PKC handler, didn't need it. Took what he needed uh, at the time, you know. And then I I lucked in, treed one squirrel, <laughs> and, and got Cleo in, you know, to get to that point. Well, we get turned loose in there. And, and before we turned loose, Messiah went at a track left-handed. You know, and he's yep. dead facing left and we're wanting to go straight and not, we're kind of chuckling all laughing there when we turn loose, you know, uh, and, uh, he flies in there. Cleo gets treed right ahead of us at 150 yards. Uh, Susan actually made the first noise there, uh, beating around a little bit. Uh, 
and uh, Logan doesn't tree her because he knows she's trying to get wind tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I tree in, wade trees in. You know, we we uh, go to Cleo immediately, score her, and I get cut back loose. Susan gets treed. We go to Wade. You know, we come off of that first set of trees, and we've all got squirrels. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, as I'm loose while we're coming off, they're leash locked, and I'm treated at 700 with a squirrel. Nice. You know, and, and, and the cast was great. I mean, we had a really good time, you know, uh, uh, ribbing each other, yeah. you know, and, uh, and all that. But, um, you know, you, you see dog work. And you appreciate somebody else's breeding program, somebody else's work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you watch these dogs get passed around uh, a little bit. Yep. And you see differences in them from one place to another, some better, some worse. <laughs> um, you know, and, and uh, not to say that I wouldn't sell one, but when one makes me happy, yeah, they're probably going to be out here. Gotcha. Um, you know, uh, that means Cleo's not for sale. No, uh, you know, not to get into that story, but I've turned down way more than I should have. Uh, you know, it's where two fools met the guy offering it and me not taking it. Um, you know, and she's not a blow through the world kind of a dog like her mama, but she'll go hunting. Well, that's a shame to see this box right here. It's full of cash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, you know, I want to, uh, make a cross with her, uh, and would love to get a cross out of her and Messiah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, another thing that I reflect on all the time and I'll talk about it with guys and, you know, for me to jump up and say, Hey, in the last three years, what male dog have you hunted with that you want to breed your dog to? Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard for me to say, okay, because, you know, when, when we're doing a breeding, I'm wanting to add and subtract. Yeah. You know, you're adding what you need. What are you going to get here? What don't you need from what you got? You know, trying to make it better. You're not just picking the two best dogs and hoping for the best. Uh, so, Messiah has, has definitely shown me, uh, and I know, you know, what he is uh, as far as his breeding. And, you know, his foot speed is amazing. Well, he, he's a bird dog cross. Yes, correct? yes, yeah. Which would yeah. also explain that big winded type dog. You yeah, know, yeah. That up in the air. Yeah, and, and, you know, for me to sit here and say, what do I need to do with mine out here, Cleo? She needs to get that head up a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and a tick more foot speed, uh, you know, so that's what I'm wanting to get from him. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that's a lot of things that guys, some guys look at it that way. Some guys, you know, uh, are making a cross to uh, sell puppies. Mm-hmm. Some guys are making a cross to hunt their own stuff. Some guys are just making a cross. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, I'm making one for to try to have us something to hunt. Yep. You know, now, uh, you know, I, uh, we walked by the kennel a little while ago. There's three females standing right there in line that we're going to cross on to cash. Yep. Uh, just waiting on them to come in heat. And, uh, you know, uh, couple of those crosses will sell some puppies uh, a couple of those crosses we won't mm-hmm. you know it's just uh, depending on how many we have uh, uh, but we're going to take care of ourselves yeah um you know and and cash you know his his uh you're having pretty good luck with his pups haven't you yeah yeah he's um he he's uh definitely throwing a lot of the traits that i want in a squirrel dog mm-hmm. uh you know, uh, the head up hard, you know, he's head up hard going and, and we're seeing a lot of that early, early starting, um, and tree dogs and good about having game. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and, and yeah, yeah. And it's, it's where we, where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is he a public stud dog? Absolutely not. Cause he's terrible. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you bring a female in here on day nine and I know I've got it counted. Everything looks right. And he may not even come out of his dog box. <laughs> you know, he just throw his head out there in wind and not even get up. It's like, wow. So it's hard to have somebody drive, you know, drive in here from anywhere yeah. with a female to breed. Yep. Uh, so we're probably not going to do any, you know, any public with him. Uh, you know, not to say that we wouldn't breed him here and there if somebody uh, had something and yeah. we thought we could we could better the squirrel dog world with it, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, 
not gonna not gonna go that route. <laughs> He's not gonna be the next big uh, lipper or something. No, no, not not at all, not at all. And you know, uh, the other funny thing that we don't realize is uh, I just happened to glance because somebody asked me the other day his pedigree, and it's right there on my phone, and I sent it to him his papers and for some reason i clicked on the picture and blew it up and i thought wow he'll be seven at the end of this year yeah they get old quick yeah you don't pay attention yeah yeah you know and and uh it's like wow you know i need to maybe do some other thinking here uh <laughs> you know and and uh we're gonna we're gonna just keep building mm-hmm. you know and that's and and i think that's important yeah you know uh uh, you know, the trash can dog that Caleb Wilson's got is off of Cash and Bailey, who's standing out here. Um, you know, and, and he won that Nationals and looked as good as anything doing it. And he can flat tree squirrels. And uh, he's got a couple quirks to him uh, that hinder him a little bit here and there. Uh, but he's all squirrel dog. And Susan, being off of that same cross, you know, she comes back and wins the Puppy Nationals Dog of the Year this year in NSD. Uh, she's going to be really nice, you yeah. know, uh, it's just, uh, the thing she's not three yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and been great having clay, uh, uh, involved in hunting her, you know, I don't even see her very often. <laughs> uh, you know, I kind of told clay, I said, Hey, you, you know, I, I had clay hunter for me a couple months while I was getting Cleo ready. And I uh, called my buddy clay and I said, Hey, you got time to hunt one. Yeah. Yeah. I paid him to hunt her a couple months and. The time came when that was over, and and uh, I got a hold of him, and I said, hey, I'm coming to get her. That's what I'm going to hunt. And then Clay kind of him hauled there just a second, <laughs> and uh, I said, what's the matter? He said, man, I, I really don't want to see her go. Yeah. And uh, we kind of kind of come to a friendship agreement there, and uh, she can stay right where she's at. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he loves her. And, uh, I like her <laughs> and, uh, uh, that's great. Yep. You know, uh, I can call Clay right now. He's two and a half hours away, but I can call Clay right now and tell him I need something. And, and he's going to be up here to help me. Yeah. Uh, he's going to go somewhere. He didn't want to go. Uh, if I can, he's mm-hmm. going to come up here, uh, when I'm working and it's dark, when I get off work and have Cleo at his house and be as safe as she could be anywhere and get hunted right. Mm-hmm. and ready and i show up on saturday i'm one of those guys <laughs> that shows up and says, oh there's my dog there you go uh you know and uh she's rock hard in shape ready to go you know everything's yep. been done right and uh and, and and you know the friendship yep with clay you know uh the honesty you get from him you know you call him it's not all roses every time <laughs> you talk to him there's been some bad days yeah uh there's been some bad things you know and uh but that, and, that's what makes it work. Yes. Yes. You know, if you, if you don't get that from, you know, and, you know, I work a regular job, wish I didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, don't we all. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, I wish that, uh, you know, I could get up and go hunt every day or, or have somebody, you know, I wouldn't know why anybody would pay me to handle for them, but, uh, you know, to get one of those gigs, <laughs> you know, uh, it would be, it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, here, uh, I just got to keep working until I can get to that point where I can be done. And hopefully at that point I can still go. Yep. Um, you know, uh, it's, uh, uh, this, this is, uh, it's more than, you know, uh, a hobby, you know, it's kind of a way of life. It definitely is. You know, and, and when guys take that approach, it means something to them. Yep. You know, uh, Cleo was born right out here. Uh, you know, I uh, walked down, I looked down at that litter of puppies, and there's that weird puzzle <laughs> stripe down the middle of that one's back, and I said, that one's mine. You know, and that's how I picked it. You know, the other female we picked out of there, Rod was getting a female. Okay, Rod gets that female. Yep. Uh, you know, and... and you know, it's just kind of, you know, the way I pick them, you know, uh, get lucky, yeah. obviously get really lucky. Um, you know, uh, I'm no trainer. Uh, there's no bells and whistles that get put on them here. It's all, you know, natural ability. Uh, they just do what they do. And I've been myself to work with them on that, mm-hmm. you know, but it's got to work right. Yeah, you know, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take one that doesn't satisfy me. Mm -hmm. 
you know, uh, we've had some nice young dogs here in the last two years that, you know, were doing the work at other places or here and then go to another place uh, in the network, in the farm junk network, I guess, and they didn't work there. Yeah. You know, and did they come back here? Did they go back there? Some of them did, some of them didn't, you know, and uh, I don't uh, I don't particularly uh, pass a lot of dogs off. Yeah. Um, that's something that uh, I think a lot of us, uh, the culling process needs to, uh, it's going to better the dog world. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, uh, you know, you find a kid, you find a guy that pleasure hunts that it'll work for. Yeah. Uh, you know, you find somebody that wants a house dog, uh, you know, ever how you do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I think a lot more of that would clean a lot of this up. Yeah. Instead of dogs getting passed around. And, and the problem is somebody buys a dog for some decent money. And then when it doesn't work out, they feel they got to get something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's what happens. And I mean, I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, uh, we, we've all been there. Um, you know, I, I, I grew up coon hunting like we talked about and, um, dad always could find the right dog. And, you know, about July, August, uh, dad would make three phone calls and we'd get in the truck and go on a ride and, uh, we'd drive somewhere and pick up four dogs <laughs> and, uh, we'd get out and, you know, and dad had dealt with these folks and knew what he was getting. And the guy, uh, one of the guys was in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I wouldn't want to guess how many dogs that, uh, coon dogs I've hauled out of there, still dogs, open dogs, whatever you needed, you ordered them. Yeah. Uh, you know, but w- before we'd leave, that man would always say, hell dad or me after, uh, I went to buying them down there the same way. Uh, that one's yours. That's the one that you mm-hmm. want to keep. There's the one that you wanted for so-and-so. There's the one, you know, and I would take those dogs home and hunt them for a week or so, and they'd be exactly right. I took one dog back in like a five-year plan, uh, five-year time frame. Wow. You know, and I called him, and I said, man, this dog, you know, and I think the first night I hunted him, he made, uh, say, 10 trees. I don't remember the number, and he had nine coons. Wow. And then for the next week, he wouldn't hunt. Hmm. wouldn't take a step and and i called him back he bring him back them other boys been hunting for me this guy never even hunted he had guys <laughs> that he paid to hunt them dogs and he knew what they were and he was telling you exactly what they were yeah um and and not like i said one dog went back out of all that time That's uh, impressive <laughs> yeah yeah for you somebody know. And, you know i hate to throw the word dog jockey around but dog trader you know whatever yeah, yeah. most most of those guys don't that title doesn't have a great reputation for being, you know, honest. Yeah. So yeah. And that's, a, that's a pretty good track record for somebody that. Yeah. And, and it was, that. it was one of those, one of those things, you know, where I would pull up down there to buy three dogs and have to give him $2,000, mm-hmm. you know, which now with the way dogs are now, that's nothing, you know, guys yeah. are giving that for puppies. Um, but at the time, you know, it, mm-hmm. it was something. And, and of course I always had a home for him. For, you know, if I went and got three dogs, I had two of them sold to pay for mine. Yeah. You know, and then there's the dog I'm going to hunt. One of the funnier ones that I ever went down to get, uh, guy had a dog box. It was, and when you went down there, there was 35, 40 dog houses, chains and houses. And then he had beagle pens. Um, (laughs) and, uh, you know, he, he didn't get along good as far as he had some cancer problems and, and he would tell you, go to box 47. (laughs) box 12, you know, and I'd walk down there and get a dog and come walking back up. One time I walked all the way down there, mud, got the dog, come on. He said, you got the wrong dog, <laughs> you know, so turn around, walk back. Yeah, I did, you know, and get the next one and come back. Yeah, that's the one. Well, he had a box right up by the road. And, and, uh, every time I got there, I said, well, I'm just coming to get one dog. Why didn't you just tie mine right there? He goes, oh, that's the ones I tie up here when they steal them. <laughs> You know, they don't want to walk down there in the holler to get them dogs. They just steal this one. And I thought, oh, oh, never thought of that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I pulled in one time, and and I pull up, and I look, and a dog comes walking out of a dog box there. And I thought, wow, ain't nobody going to steal that one. <laughs> and uh, uh, pull up, he comes out of the house, and he's not doing good at this time at all. And uh, I get out, and I and I go shake his hand, and... And uh, we talked there a little bit, and he said, there's your dog. <laughs> and, uh, 
He said, I'm not feeling good, and I didn't want to have to go, you know. And I thought, oh, okay. Well, she's a 70-pound black and tan <laughs> and had ears about 14 inches. <laughs> I and, saw one of those yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and, and I looked at her, and I said, you telling me she's a still dog? <laughs> and, uh, yep, she is stone still in a coon treer. And I thought, yeah, boy, I think maybe the, the treatments have got to you. And uh, I load her up, bring her home, and boy, what a coon dog. Uh, just absolutely proud. And another story, jump back to my dad here a little bit on her. Uh, he run field trial dogs. Um, and uh, a buddy of his out there in Iowa, Duck Collins, was needing a coon dog. And uh, I'm at work one day. I come home, and her name was Tammy. Tammy's gone. And Tammy's never went anywhere. And I really like mm -hmm. Tammy. And I get a hold of that. Hey, Tammy's gone. We got to find her. Oh, I picked her up. I sold her. <laughs> wow. You know, and uh, dad would do that to me. You know, uh, when we would pick those dogs up, uh, he'd have a market for them. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, I may get hunt one June, July, August, September, October, be ready for coon season, ready to go and come home that next day and it's gone. That's when the market's hot. The market was hot. And away we go. We'll find another one. Uh, and, and that's kind of maybe why I don't sell as many as I should. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I get attached, you mm -hmm. know, they all, you know, I had, uh, uh, coon dog that when I was 11, 12 years old, swappers day was going on over here at Johnstown. Uh, I'm running around back in there and I've come and find dad and I found a dog Dad, I want to buy it. What do you want to buy? Coon dog, young dog. Okay. We'll go look at it. He walks back in there and that. Uh, trade traders row there and guy had uh, uh, a black and tan looking little female and a walker female that were probably litter mates mm -hmm. uh, if not they were real close to the same age tied up there and and dad got to dealing with him there and the man wanted a hundred dollars for him for one of them and and dad said i'm not giving you a hundred i'll give you 50 you know and went through all that and uh nope turns around to walk away and of course i'm dragging my feet mad you know wanting that dog and uh, that guy says well i'll take 50 and i and i walk up and i think at the time i was going to grab that black and tan and it <laughs> said don't you dare you get that walker <laughs> and uh i grabbed her and we let her up out of there uh on a piece of baling twine that she was tied up with uh she needed some care a lot uh you know i think they were eating a piece of corn on the cob Oh geez. Uh, you know, tied out there at the time. And, and, uh, we get her and dad said, put her in the dog box and don't you dare get her back out, you know, till we get out of here. And of course mm -hmm. we're running field trial dogs at that time. And we're going to be there all day and, and, uh, all weekend really. And, uh, I get her, uh, you know, get her out, let her go to the bathroom, put her back up. We take her home and, uh, we go to treating her, worming her, deworming her and, and flea care and bathing yeah. and going through all that stuff with her. And, uh, and, uh, dad goes hunting with some guys that had some pretty powerful night hunt dogs at that time there around the house, Bob Shepard and, uh, uh, Ed Van Horn, Rodney Van Horn. Uh, those guys had mm -hmm. some really, really nice dogs at that time. One of the dogs dad had sold to Bob <laughs> and, uh, uh, she paid for our new Morton building, there you uh, go. you know, uh, at the time, uh, and they go hunting, and Dad said, well, I just got a pup I'll take. And they go hunting that night, and we go, and those dogs get struck and are running a track, you know, different tracks or whatever, and they hear a dog over here left-handed. Everybody kind of looking around, and Dad said, that must be Tommy's pup. <laughs> and uh, he walks over there and, and uh, goes over, and she's got a coon. Nice. Uh, you know, and took off from there. Well, she was my buddy. Uh, you know, all those years of being that young, uh, I went with dad and, and, uh, carried pack coons and hunted all I could hunt and, and did whatever, but he was making that 25, $30 a hide. Yeah. And, uh, you know, going through that, well, I get my driver's license. She's a seasoned veteran at that time. Yeah. And coons are worth $5, <laughs> uh, you know, but I could, I could drive you right now to the exact, there's a house there now, but I can drive you to the exact woods. We can walk over the trees still there. The first tree I made. At 16 years old, by myself. Yeah. You know, on That's that, cool. you know, driving, you know, had my license. I drove to the woods, turned the dog loose, you know, went in treed, and I shot a coon out right there, you mm -hmm. know. And, and uh, 
you know, like I said, those memories are, are, are priceless. And, Definitely. And, uh, you know, the, the wins, uh, you know, a cast win to me uh, isn't important. It's the performance of the dog on a, we- on a weekly basis, basically, for me, because I'm going somewhere to a hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, uh, you get together with three guys to check everybody's oil, see how things are looking, you know, to uh, do a little training if you think you need to. Uh, uh, those days are important. Um, you know, for everybody, for the dogs, for you, you know, you, you get to see a lot that way. You get to learn, you get to learn from guys. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys that don't teach. You're exactly uh, right there. You know, and, and there's some guys that teach a little. They act like it's a big secret. Yeah. And, and, and you know, um, there, there's, um, training process, uh, things that guys do that I don't understand that mm-hmm. I don't do that I see where it's a benefit. Mm-hmm. I see a huge benefit in it, but it's not something I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, you know, if uh, that needs to be done, it's going to be done somewhere else. What works for one person doesn't always work for the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, But the little things, you know, the care of a dog, uh, the preparation, the differences in what guys do, you can learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I would say the day you quit learning is the day you need to quit. You know, uh, guys talk about getting to a cast. Do you get nervous? No, I don't get nervous anymore. It is what it is. I've done a couple. (laughs) I'd Um, say so. You know, but you get in that final, and uh, whether it's a $30 final or you're in the World Hunt final, uh, there's some butterflies there. There's got to be, you know, Mm -hmm. especially if you're hunting a young dog, uh, you know. Uh, And those, like I said, those are the things that I take away uh, every week when you go. Yeah. You know, uh, weather conditions, you know, here and there, you know, those are different. Uh, terrain's different, uh, you know, and, and the dogs are different. Exactly. You know, and, and, and like I said, those are the, the things that you want to take back and reflect on and, and you learn. You know, uh, I've walked away a couple of times thinking, boy, I'd like to own that dog. <laughs> and uh, two weeks later, you draw that dog again and you see a totally different dog. And like I said, I like to have three shots at them. Yeah. Before I make a determination on what I think they are, you know, because we could have all made a bunch of mistakes. Yep. Uh, buying some dogs that, uh, boy, wow, that cast was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, as good as it can get. And then the next three times, where, where'd that come from? Or the next cast, you know, uh, you go walk with it again. It's like, wow, it never did that earlier. Yeah. And of course, they all going to do, you know, ain't never done that before. Yep. <laughs> Famous words. Yeah. 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 Well, we could sit here and probably talk for another two hours, but unfortunately I got to get rolling. I got to get back up to the fairgrounds. So yeah, I appreciate you taking me along this morning, seeing Cleo go a little bit and sitting down with me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time. We had fun, had a good time. We can do it again sometime or, uh, you know, have a little something, maybe more to talk about, you know, (laughs) but yeah, the stories could be endless. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you do a great job. Uh, This is great for everybody. Uh, the enjoyment everybody gets. I know while I'm at work, pop the podcast in while yeah. I'm driving job to job. I listen to a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, you know, and to hear my friends, yeah. uh, you know, my competitors, <laughs> uh, you know, everybody, you know, just to hear a little story and to hear somebody you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you, you hear their philosophy and you think, huh, I could take that home with me. I could put that in my pocket. You know, like I said, we can all learn something, and you do a great job, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Tree Talking Media. And until next time, keep them talking in the timber.